Okay, reading from Rihad Bhagavatam Rita, verse 3. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Swadhyatanidra Bhavam Yoga Bhavyaswa Bhavat Samudaram Abhitirno Bhakta Rupena Lobhat. Jayati Kanakatama, Krishna Chaitanya Nama, Harir Ia Yati Vaishasi, Sachi Suna Esha. Realizing that the ecstasy of his beloved devotees is sweeter than his own, out of greed, the Lord descended to this world in the form of his own devotee. Dressed as a renunciate, golden and effulgence, he bears the name Sri Krishna Chaitanya. All glories to that Lord Hari, who has appeared as the son of Mother Sachi. Om Agana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Chaksur, Unmalatam yena tasmai shri gudavena maha. Shri chaitanya mano vishtam stapitam yena bhutale sayam rupakadamayam dadati sapadantikam panchakalpa turubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare well, greetings from New Jersey. Yesterday we had a really, just uh, sometimes I give a little update, but when shelter was at its peak, some really young teenagers, 14 or 15, this is maybe 30, 25, 30 years ago, started a band called Prema. And the lead singer was Mikey Prema. <laughs> well, he's grown up and has a family and he has a big house near the Philadelphia temple. He goes to Mangalartik every morning. And he really wanted me, really sincerely wanted me to do a home program there. So we went and Priti Viti Achi Yati Nagaradi Ram, what Chaitanya says, my name will spread in every town. It was 35 people there. And it, really an incredible feast by a Bengali cook. So we got back kind of late. So. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, this is the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. And as I explained before, there's no, you can understand there's God by logic, but the nature of God, you can't understand by logic. But one thing I did in my class is I tried to logically prove why God must have a peacock feather. This would be related here. And, and I described that when I uh, when I met the devotees in 1970 and I was visiting my college roommate who had dropped out in California and that's when by inconceivable fortune and mercy it's only mercy that my friend was out on Sunset Boulevard with his other friend that he lived with, Tom Vesowski. And they got a car. And I remember sitting there in his house in Hollywood. America used to be a wealthy country. My friends had a house in Hollywood. They didn't even have a job. <laughs> now you can't get a closet, even if you're a work. <laughs> It's, I, I talked about this, the illusion that America is a wealthy country. The way they keep it up, I described my father, you know, we had a house 50 by 100 in Brooklyn, three bedroom house with a one bedroom rental. My father was making, my father who had, was a dress contractor would bring back Uh, he'd make $10,000 a year and he'd give my mother $200 every week. And the top baseball player, I remember, oh, Mickey Mantle got a contract for $40,000. And my mother didn't have to work. Now what they do, really the standard living is going down to maintain the same standard of living, both mother and father have to work. And now because the standard of living is going so down, but they've addicted people to so many material things that you can't retire. My brother is 74, he's still working. You can't retire. Anyway, in, in that class, one thing I explained, how I explained, okay, I'm, I'm, my thoughts are a little muddled this morning because I didn't have the same sadhana, but um, yeah, so I, I okay, I'm, I'm getting off track, but I remember where I was. So I went, went to uh, my friend and we got the card to the feast. Um, and then I went back to the East Coast. And then because he was dodging the draft, he had to go back to see something with the draft. So he stopped at university and he, he gave me a Krishna book. And I remember I just stayed back and was reading the Krishna book. And I was reading the present, the, 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 I was reading the prayers of the demigods. 
And then I had this epiphany because it, it prayers of the demigods describe how Krishna is is om, omniscient, omnipotent. You know, uh, uh, what is that? Shadmad yasya yaton bayad itaratas abhigya surat abhigya. Abhigya, he knows everything. Surat, he's fully independent. He's the controller. So I'm reading the prayers of the demigods. But at the same time, he has a family. He has his girlfriends. He has his spiritual he has his loving relationships with his parents. He's the perfect child. He has his friends. And I, at the time, was studying philosophy in the university, and they gave a definition in one class of God, that being of which no greater can be conceived. And I just said, this is God, because I can't conceive of anything greater then omniscient, omnit, sarvam, jagat who's pervading everything. But as Prabhupada very beautifully says, doesn't have the defect of impersonality. I can think of something greater than an amorphous mass, an amorphous mass who has a family, who exchanges perfect love. So I mentioned there, I can conceive of any God, I can't conceive anything greater than God with a peacock feather. How can, it, it's just so beautiful. It's just so sweet. Bahar be dumb. Bahar be dumb. Bahar be dumb. He is wearing. Bihar. Bihar be dumb. Natavara Bapu. The most excellent dancer, Carnio, Carni, Karyam. So, anyway, this is the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. And we can have the, the understanding. Sanatana Goswami was the chief minister. He was the chief minister. And he was extremely learned already. He, or, he already had some sense of, 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 of bhakti because he already established another Vrindavan in Ramakali where he was living. But something special happened. When he met Sri Chaitanya, we can't imagine what that was like. Meeting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and being instructed by him personally. And then getting order. One of the Anubhavs, one of the actions of the Rasa of Dasya Ras, 
is awaiting the order. That is one of your ecstasies, awaiting the order and getting the order, folding your hands. When I read that, I, I, I sometimes would chant and I meditate. I'm sitting outside Prabhupada's room in Radhadamadar, waiting for the order, waiting for the order. And he gets this mission and, and he has to establish Krishna consciousness, both by excavating the holy places. So he goes to Vrindavan and by categorizing and writing the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And this is the first book he writes. And he begins by explaining that he's going to explain about Krishna but he's who is an ocean of devotional qualities. We described this before. The, the, the metaphor of the ocean is vast. So you really can't grasp the ocean. You can't count the amount of fish in the ocean. <laughs> you can't even imagine the breadth of the ocean. So when you say something is oceanic, I think in the Hare Krishna film, someone described Prabhupada as oceanic. Um, so the qualities of God are oceanic. And an ocean of qualities. And not only is God an ocean of qualities, but because he's an ocean of qualities, when he is Krishna, it's a full revelation of those qualities, not just his power, but his love, his sweetness. And that love or sweetness, it's Krishna, it's attractive, it brings out, this is the process of bhakti, it brings out our nature, which, it, which is Rasa Vai Saha, if we can understand from the Tatatiya Upanishad, Rasa Vai Saha, that ultimate reality is this love. And it makes sense because if God is the controller, he will be the enjoyer. And we know from this world, even though it's not perfect, that, in, that ultimate happiness is in relationship. It's in love. So it makes perfect, it, in one sense, it makes sense from, from how we perceive the world. I, I wrote in, in that drama that I wrote with Alexander Strain, and I wrote this, this ancient book was found. And in this ancient book, there was an index and it was Krishna, a reasonable conception of Godhead. And I made these five principles. I don't remember. And I remember the first one and the second one. Everyone is looking for happiness and happiness is love. If that's the guiding principle, if that's the guiding principle in this world, why should it not exist in perfection in the ultimate reality? And that's the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. 
that the total reality is Krishna. And Krishna means when the full being of God, including his personality and love, is manifest. And if you can focus on that and feel that, we're describing that yesterday, that our priyogena is not just understanding God, it's feeling God. And I gave that simple example. When a mother sees the child, it's not just understanding the child, it's feeling the child. And those feelings are what we live for, even in this world. That feeling, there's nothing better than seeing someone you love, not just understanding them, but feeling them. So what is it like when you have that consciousness of upasana, asana, upa, you sit near God by your consciousness? And in focusing on God, because there's a natural relationship on God, you begin to feel God. And what Krishna came to give, and then comes again as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give, was the most intense feeling of that. And it's described in the verse, it's the extreme limit of transcendence, the gopis' love for Krishna. The extreme limit of transcendence. And then the next verse is, and there's a very important principle that's going to be mentioned here. The next verse is the topmost level of love is the gopis and the topmost gopi is Srimati Radharani. It is impossible to describe that love. So just see what the task is of Sanatana Goswami, he has to describe that love. And he's admitting right in the beginning, it is impossible to describe that love. It's impossible to understand that love intellectually. If you experience something about it, maybe you can communicate something. Or, Tesham Satityuktanam Bhajatam Priti Purvakam Dadami Buddha Yogam Twam. Want to worship me with faith and devotion? I give them the knowledge which they can come back to me. And in the purports, and I, I don't have time to read the purports. Some people would read through the purports. I, I think reading has to be done at one's own pace. It's very hard just to hear. I was um, reading a book. I, I asked Jai Jagannath for some plain, like he's reading, he's, he's vowed to read 50 books this year. So I said, give me one that I get something about relevant to Krishna consciousness, but I, I never do well traveling. I can't concentrate. So, you know, give me some real good, spiritual bogey. So he, he, he suggested moonwalking with Einstein. It's, it's, it's the history of memory. And it described that used to, they used to have papyrus, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't really study something. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know, you have to, you know, we just flip it, you know, paste and, and, and the way things are, it's, it's a very interesting, but it said previous, he said now reading is extensive before it was intensive. And therefore one had to have skills of memory. Even me, I, I'm reading this, what do I remember of it? I remember this, it has to be intensive. Um, anyway, he has to describe this. And he's saying, no one can describe this love. It's, beyond, it, it's so fathomless. Who can describe this love? And then it, it quotes in the purport, the party. Krishna said, I can't understand this love. It's it's greater than 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 there's no way I can repay it. It's it's even greater than anything I myself can give to my devotees. So here you have Sanatana Swami, whose mission to Lord Chaitanya is to give us a drop of this understanding to give us the faith to move in this direction. Aham sarvasya prabhavo matasarvam pavartate iti bhutva bhajanti I am the source of the material and spiritual world. The wise who know this engage in my devotional service. Buddha bhava samavitam. So this is the compassion of, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And now Sanatana Goswami has to write about it. And it's not an easy task. Because, and I, I mentioned this point, even in terms of understanding, to understand a person, you can't, intellectually understand the person you can only attract and it's like the holy name we can't create the holy name we can't create god just by chanting god we don't create god we attract god and you can't understand the person you can only attract the person so only someone who loves god will understand god and that's our uh, that's why our abhideya tattva our understanding and knowledge of how to understand God is by loving God. And then we, it, that, then it, it can sarvasya chaham hiti sani vashto matasmitir ganam I am situated in everyone's heart and from me comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. So here, this, this beautiful soul, Sanatan Goswami, who's so learned but so humble. It's described like a tree who has fruits, it bends. So one who has the fruits of real knowledge that gives them a vision of reality, they become humble because they become aware of God. Where when you're not humble, then you see God's energy is separate from him to serve your own ego and sense of superiority. 
But someone who is devotional, he just sees God. He just sees God everywhere. And he, and, and, and he sees God and he loves God. And it makes him go like this. Because he's realizing God. God is revealing the glories of his love. And one is feeling so much mercy because it, it, it's so much more than one can deserve. And when you feel mercy, you feel humble because mercy means undeserved. So what is that consciousness? That's why love makes one humble. And it's such a wonderful feeling. You're feeling love. And that's why love and prema and humility are, 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 are so connected. I was reading in the CC, actually I was listening to it, and when Rupa and Sanatan came into the assembly, Rupa and, and Haridas Thakur, because he's staying with Haridas Thakur. They came in the assembly of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and people were taking Prasadam and they were sitting on a platform. They wouldn't sit there. When Lord Chaitanya asked him to recite, he did not feel worthy. He was just so much overwhelmed with mercy. That beautiful feeling, I don't deserve this. Rather than the egotistical problem, I'm entitled and I deserve more. Therefore, the proud person, the person who really doesn't have bhakti, thinks they have bhakti. And the one who has bhakti doesn't think they have bhakti. Because bhakti is a hunger. And hunger means you lack something. Bhakti is lobha. Bhakti is greed. It's I want Krishna. And when you feel that way, you feel you don't have it, but you but but you're you you don't want pride because it's such a feeling of mercy overcoming someone. Sanat Goswami, therefore, and this is a very significant point. Therefore, before writing this book, he's glorifying everyone. Because there's a relationship between glorification and mercy. You're glorifying someone. You're, you're glorifying someone, showing your love for someone. And at the same time, it's, a, it's, a, it's an action of humility that allows you to feel mercy and it invokes mercy. Prayer allows you to feel mercy and it invokes mercy. So he's going to pray to everyone because this is the extreme level of transcendence by the and the topmost people, the gopis, which he's trying to explain that type of love. Something which is so great that Krishna can't repay it. And, and this is really part of devotional practice. You know, before I left Vrindavan, I have a Govardhan Sheila. And I have a, a good friend there. He's such a wonderful Vaishnav named Raghunath Das. 
um, really a Vaishnav. So I discussed with him because Krishna gave me a Govardhan Shila. I never asked for it. It appeared, the same Shila appeared to me twice, even though I refused it. But people have different natures, and my nature is not deity worship. Some people get so absorbed in it. But I know from Manasiksha that this is, you know, one of the things favorable for cultivating a relationship with Krishna. But I had a, uh, I also have a friend there who's the, who loves me dearly. It's an amazing relationship. He's the grandson of a Prabhupada's first disciple, whose name Prabhaka Mishra, that's his first, this is disciple. And one day he just walks into my room <laughs> to see me. And he really has love and respect for me. And I do for him. He's a very nice person. And he's a tantric. He knows all the, not black, but I told you, he did that yagya with Bhaktivedan Goswami in my courtyard. $3,000 worth of ingredients and no joke old wood which is the most expensive wood and, and kilos and and when they left that yoga they sat for eight nine hours at night the fire burned for 24 hours they did it for the welfare of the russian and ukrainian devotees it burned for 24 hours i kept on looking and there was still some fire in there and he told me don't travel with a deity don't travel with a deity. And he kept on going, if you travel with a deity, he said the Sikhs, when they travel with the guru, their, their holy book, they'll be on a plane, it'll be on their heads. And if not, it, 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 it has to be kept by your neck. And he went on and on like this. And I just thought, yeah, you know, deity worship is really not my thing. And then Bhakti Sandarbha says, if you don't do it properly, you don't get any benefit at all. So I was wondering, well, maybe I, I and it's Govardhan Sheila. So I said, maybe I will just leave the Govardhan Sheila in, in, in Vrindavan. Because when it's in, when it, when especially traveling, I don't do well. But when it's in Govardhan, I have the Govardhan Sheila there and we cook nicely for it. And, you know, and I, and I go outside in my garden, I have fresh Tulsi to pick and Kunda flowers are blooming. And when you buy some flowers, so it's, then you travel and then it's dry Tulsi. So he was really strong to be like that. And, and, and I also thought maybe this is Krishna. So I, I consulted Raghunath Das. And he said, and he started giving me Shastric references that Bhakti Siddhanta would give each of his sannyas disciples a, a Shalagram Shila, a Govardhan Shila, and a Dwarka Shila. The Shalagam Shila for this reason, the you know the Govardhan Shila, the Dwarka Shila to remove offenses, and he was going on and on, and it's a, and I discussed my worship. And then he said the best thing for you, and I I really feel this is, is to do it the first thing. And then and then he said this is how you can do it in just five minutes. It's longer than five minutes for me. But what I started to do is when I offer my food, the first thing. I chant prayers of the Naranjan Swami gave me these prayers that Shivaram Swami chants. 
So I started chanting. I, I know most of them. I started chanting prayers. Um, it takes about 15 minutes to the Guru Parampara. And I see how powerful that is to create the consciousness to invoke mercy, which is the consciousness that one has to enter into chanting the holy name, which is humility. Prayers create humility because what prayers do, a typical prayer, it exalts the object of worship. It, it, it exalts the object of worship and it expresses one's insignificance. And the greater the distance between what, what the value of what you're getting and your, and your ability to earn it is the degree that you'll feel mercy when getting it. So prayers, prayers put one in a very, very good consciousness. And, and, and the, the consciousness that one enters into the holy name. And also the consciousness where one is to speak. And the consciousness, especially for one who's to write about God, which is not going to be by someone's intellect. I, I see this, the, uh, our, the, there was a Bengali scholar, S.K. Day, and he wrote the origins of Bengali Vaishnavism. It's like, you know, the masterpiece. And when they discuss the six Goswamis, it's so mundane. You don't understand, you miss it. Because you can't wrap around your mind around it. We're so tiny and we want to figure out history and, and so many things. Even the Bhagavatam doesn't mind so much about the accuracy of dates of history. This is another point. Because there's a sambandhi. Every book has a sambandhi. It's what it's what is its what is the the object that the book has relationship with. And for the Bhagavatam, it's the absolute truth. So it's not focused on. It's not making up stories, but it's not focused on researching history and dates. That's not the focus of the Bhagavatam. So he's going to glorify. He's going to glorify Matara. He's going to glorify Matara Devi. Devi means that which is effulgent. The holy dams, there's seven holy dams mentioned typically in, in the Shastra. One is Matara. And it's the most effulgent because God personally appeared there. And, and one who, who, who takes birth there, gets initiated there, dies there, does this there. They're liberated. So much glories. So this is really the heart of a Vaishnava in Brihad Bhagavatamrita. First Krishna, then Radha. And now Chaitanya. 
all with the same understanding that this is unfathomable, fathomless knowledge. It has to be revealed. So now it describes Chaitanya realizing that the ecstasy of his devotees is even sweeter than his own. So out of greed, he descends in the form of his own devotee because he wants to experience this. And of course, it's, it, it, for, when it filters to us, it, it, it seems like it's historical and temporal, but the spiritual world is beyond time. So it's an eternal event. It's not that God was ever not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But remember, it makes sense. What is the devotee experience? He experiences the ecstasy of God. And what is that ecstasy? The ecstasy of God experiencing, ex, not God's ecstasy, but the ecstasy of, 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 of experiencing God. And what is that ecstasy? It's of God's beauty, of it's God's love for one, and of one's love for God. And he wants that experience. And, and he says, Asia, this, this means contemporary, this, the person I have personally experienced who comes as Bhakta Rupena in the form of his own devotee. And also it hints because his brother is Bhakta Rupa, is the is Rupa, the devotee Rupa. <laughs> he, God also descends in the devotee Rupa. And we are Rupanugas. In that regard, His Holiness Triparari Swami is writing a book on Sakyaras. And in the forward, somehow he, he has a relationship. He forwarded to me and asked me for my comments. It's not printed yet. But he said that Srivats Goswami said it would be the magnum opus of, of Sakyarati. Um, and he makes a case how even people in Sakyaras can be Rupanuga because it's Rupa Goswami in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu who's revealed all the bhavas of all the relationships. So even one in Sakyaras has to regard and follow Rupa Goswami Maybe not in his Siddha Rupa, but his Sadaka Rupa for sure. She says, Aisha, this person. And you know, these, these verses, when I read the Sanskrit, just the words have that flavor. Swah, his own dieta of the beloved devotees. Nijabhavam, he realized realizing that the 
nijabhavam, dieta of his beloved devotees, dieta, realizing of his is samaduram, even sweeter, swabhavat, than his own ecstasy. <laughs> it's someone, it's even sweeter than his own ecstasy. And therefore, bhakta rupam in the form of a devotee, lobhat, out of greed, out of greed, jayati, all glory, kanaka, the golden dhamma effulgence, ninam of Ch Krishna Chaitanya nam. And the yati vesh, and he comes in the yati vesh, the form of his devotee. Purport, the doubt raised in the first two verses might again be raised here. How then can you describe this love? Anticipating this question, Srila Sanatana Goswami replies that Sri Chaitanya Dev is the only deliverer of the most fallen and wretched. As the Supreme Spiritual Mastery has descended in his most attractive form to distribute the transcendental taste of Sankirtan, the congregational chanting of his own holy name. Sanatana Goswami wants the mercy of Lord Chaitanya and therefore glorifies him in this verse. If you want the mercy of someone, then you glorify that person. And this is such an essential part of our devotional practice. So this is quite interesting. And I don't know why I'm so fired up lately. <laughs> It's inexplicable. I can't understand it myself because I didn't know what I was going to say of these verses, but it's just so nice. And I'm so, I'm actually excited that because I see how I learn when I study to actually learn this Brihad Bhagavatamrita. And now for the next year or two, I'll, I'll cover the whole thing. And the trick is how to make it really, I don't know, I have to summarize some parts. Um, and at my Puriyatra, I'm going to be teaching the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Of course, it's more experiential, the experience. And uh, um, Jai Jagannath will give a seminar entering the life of prayer, the philosophy and techniques of deepening your meditation on Krishna. So I, I put it out to my mailing list and uh, I think already we already have six, six, seven, eight people. So we're already half full. So anyway, and then on in July, we're going to do a beautiful retreat up in Pumpkin Hollow where the, the, the original Bhakti immersion started. So 
that's really exciting too. And again, Jai Jagannath, myself, and Hari Kirtan. And uh, really nice. I, it's uh, they have like a bhakti. My disciples have Karunapurna and Joe Kaley. They have a bhakti social something. I don't know. And they invited Hari Kirtan um, to 26 Second Avenue. They had about 25 people. And now I'll be going to the city on the 29th. They rented a place for me on Avenue N, A. So, uh, yeah. And, and so these are the things. And then on, it's really exciting. Raghunath said that preaching in America now is like f fishing in a bucket. <laughs> the analogy, you know, this fish in a bucket, it's not... It, yeah, so people are coming to Krishna consciousness and the people who are there before are being revived. And next week we'll, we'll have at Jai Shiradhe's place, uh, I'll be speaking with uh, uh, I'll speak, speak a little bit, mostly Sri Pallad. So kind of exciting programs people are are eager I, i'm i'm thinking of a monday morning greetings about something about cold the mercy of covid i don't want to do the corona corona you know analogy it's i'll think of a better title but i see what happened there is that it forced everyone to stay home and, and they couldn't go to temples, so they had to go online. But when they started going online, they realized that they can do this many, many times. In fact, this class started, I mean, the visual on Zooms, and before that, it was just audio, started in COVID. So there was like a phenomena and, and the phenomena was like, people all of a sudden realized not only that they had access to hearing, but people who are preachers, they realize we have a captive, we have a captive audience. So people started to present classes and it created a much, much deeper culture of chanting and hearing in the Hare Krishna movement. But another phenomenon happened too is that previously, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, the temples kind of had a monopoly on who would be presented to the public. And the seat wasn't always defined by who was the most qualified. But that always happens institutionally. There's certain protocol. But when, it, when Zoom came and, and online, then it became free market. <laughs> You don't have to be a Prabhupada disciple. You don't have to be a man. You don't have to be an Iskon. <laughs> and it created such a nice culture of chanting and hearing. So somehow Prabhupada said, you, you know, you remove a thorn with a thorn. So this technology is destroying us and it's liberating us at the same time. So are there any um, reflections? by anyone?
Do you want to die? Okay, yeah, okay. You usually start it off, yeah. Thank you, Raj, so much for class. You were indeed fired up today. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I loved um, what you said about, you said, it, and Sananta the Goswami, he starts praying to everybody. And I, I, you know, been really appreciating that more and more, these prayers, like you say, of glorification. I used to be like, why is everybody praying? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. But now I really appreciate all those prayers. Um, and so I love the fact that he just prays to everyone in this aspect of if you want the blessings, you must glorify. So I really resonated with that. And I really appreciate that. Point. That was the main realization and main point that I, I think from and everything was based on that. Good. Anybody else have a reflection or a question? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, last time, I think it was on Wednesday, I was telling you how much I like your saying that, you know, to, to know a person is to feel that person. But you were correcting my conception of what you were saying. And so, I don't know, I... I feel like I still need a little bit of clarification because a little bit of what clarification clarification yes. because you know when you when you when somebody has revealed their private side of themselves right then when you see that person you do feel something for that person you know so I wasn't so sure how that was different from what I was saying that when you see a person, you see to see them is to experience how you feel about that person. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I really didn't understand your question. Okay. And, and because okay, because I'm hard of hearing and you never let us see you, it even becomes more difficult. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Maharaj, let me just tell you. Just changing the subject, you know, I got caught up on your lecture that you gave um, last week or two Saturdays ago, two Sundays ago, where you were describing how you were, I mean, after Jack picked you up, right? And what? Like, after Jack picked you up? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was like tornado watch, you know? Right. So when I was getting caught up on that lecture, because I didn't hear it live, I heard the recording. I was, I was, I was listening to that lecture yesterday on my way to your program at Mikey's. Yes. And when I was listening to that program, it was like a, practically like a tornado watch. The rains were so torrential while I was in the middle of hearing your lecture about the torrential rains. I almost had to stop and pull over. So it was so interesting. Yesterday you, know? you got into rain heading to the program? It, it, I almost had to pull over because, you know, and people had their blinkers on, you know, because the rain was so wow. torrential. It was so it, torrential. It, and this was going on while you were describing the same situation. Yeah, that the super soul connections <laughs> is getting even more intense. <laughs> It was amazing, Maharaj. Well, let me tell you something, Gail. When Krishna ran to the hill, there was no rain. Uh -huh. Right? Uh -huh. I came from New Jersey, and we didn't experience any rain. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello or share reflection? Thank you. Hi, Bo. Um, thank you so much for class. I'm absolutely in heartache knowing that you were so close by yesterday and I didn't get to be in your presence. But I hope well, we can touch base soon. My, Mikey wants me to come again, so I'll have to come again. And he really did a great job. I mean, the Pasadam was fantastic. I spent a lot of time with Vishnu Gada, which will give you even more heartache. Um I had him lead the Gorartik at the end. He's so expert. And uh, the whole community came out. There was about 35 people. And uh, yeah. it, it, I mean, <laughs> I was eating Pasad. And when I finished, I just thought, like, I should eat my age. This, this was like, I mean, it was re- that cook is really special at the temple. I mean, he. I heard he was trained by Didi Ma in Mayapur, who was Prabhupada's cook. But I've never tasted such good kofta and baturi rotis. Those are puffed up puris. And <laughs> anyway, I can go on with the feast that the, the shukta with the mustard seed and the pushpa rice and the... Uh, Anyway, it was, I always talk about food. Okay. Anyway, Malati, any, will, will you, uh, you don't be so greedy. You got to go. <laughs> and don't forget the lassi, the lassi. Oh, the mango lassi was just out of this world, Gail. I saw you leaving. Oh, Gail was there too. Gallon yeah. jugs of that lassi. I'm joking. Okay, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Tota, I think he said 11.30. Okay, so I'll be by, I'll be by there, you know, roughly around 11-ish. Oh, okay. okay. So 11.30 for at the office, no problem. Okay, hi, Bo. Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Thank you very much. I love so much your description of the Lord and that you say that his uh, qualities like an ocean of, of all different kinds of good qualities. Thank you so much. To thank be near his feet and to feel him. To Thank you. Thank you for being such a good hearer, not only here, but also on the Russian Sangha, which was... Oh, oh, wait, no, I gave another, I gave to a Kirtan um, and Japa class with Divya Shakti translated. I don't know which one it is, but uh, Savya Sachi arranged it for me. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Sarah Radhika here. Hare Krishna. Samat Sundari. Haribo. Good. I, I love how you do this so we can see your deities and the Hare Krishna mantra. Okay. Haribo. Nice to see both of you. Thank you. Haribo. So I feel at least I can be in your country in this way, you know. But that's on my bucket list. Before I I, 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 I go, I, I would love to I would love to uh, visit there's so much. 
Okay, anybody else? Thank you. Hare Krishna Garaj, Vinda. And Braja, thank you for class. Thanks for class. Aribo. Aribo. <laughs> we had a good time yesterday. I know you were working. Yeah. But it was fun. He had an he had an old Philly house, you know. It, it when I was driving there with Jack, I said, Hey, what kind of neighborhood are you taking me to? You know. <laughs> I said, I'm like the Buddha. I don't like to see the poverty and the, you know, but it's Philly huge huge house he has like a it's like a, a you know these philly houses are made out of stone uh-huh because it's like one of the oldest cities you know so a lot of the houses are with stone yeah but it was great he had a great space upstairs it could fit at least 40 50 people wow nice yeah so uh, you know mikey frame i just met him a couple times just from okay you know, very recently. But he he, seems his very- wife is happy. She's a tattoo artist. And, 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 uh, Amal came with me and Jack came with me and Kishori Radha. So there was like so many sleeves there. <laughs> it was great. Okay. Oh, we're sorry. We couldn't contribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. It's Amala. <laughs> Amala, Haribo, you also get both sundays. That's great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You. Okay, who else? Haribo Garaj. Hi, Krishna Garaj. Oh, some more tattoos. Haribo. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we missed the tattoo okay. convention yesterday. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, we missed the tattoo convention yesterday. <laughs> Well, that's a little too far. You got to pick and choose. <laughs> Next week? Yes. Yep. We'll be there. I wonder who's taking Sri Pallad there. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll ask Sri Gandharaka. Okay. We'll okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Amal came, drove me three and a half hours upstate yesterday so I can go to the program. And then after the program and eating the big feast, he drove all the way back to Albany. You're like Superman. How you did that? It was okay? Oh, it was great. Like, I'm always fired up after, after your program. So I'm just like, just hammered down and head home. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess you got to take rest because at least Jack drove us from Jersey to Philly. Yeah, I got some sleep. So it worked out, right? Perfect. Perfectly. Krishna's arrangement. It was a great program, wasn't it? We had fun. Wonderful. So much fun. Okay. Hi, Bo. Great to see you. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you, Krishna Haraj. Thank you. Uh, I really loved your words that uh, bhaktis when i think uh, that i don't deserve this and material consciousness is when i think in i deserve more i really uh, love this <laughs> thank, thank you. you are you on vacation no <laughs> but but it's but you where are you are you in moscow yes in moscow you're in like a park 
Yes, it's rather warm today, so I'm out. What? What's that? It's warm out, so that's why I'm on the walk. Okay, great. Well, thank you for coming to class. Nice to see you. Okay, anybody else? Dear Maharaj, Hare Krishna, this is Melissa from Colombia. Melissa, great. Uh, you got the message about the next retreat? Yes, yes. I'm already working on it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the time and, and I will see you there. I would like to share with you some writings that it came from your class. I will do my best to translate. It's just a short note. So let me read it for you. Uh, the love is impossible to be reasonable. So you must have the experience first to feel it in order to share it. You feel it from someone and then you share with someone this kind of love. That's why love is an experience. It's developed by relationship and it manifests in the lineage. So what kind of love I would like to receive and what kind of love I would like to share. That's why love is love. But the ways are personal and get, gets better with time. That's why love is also a, a decision. You must choose the right person uh, in order to have that kind of experience that, that I have to live and in order to learn how all the best ways to give love. So thank you, Maharaj, for sharing with us uh, the ways that you love. And thank you for this Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Well, listen, mm -hmm. that was amazing. It was so nice realization and so beautiful. No, and thank you. That, that was your realization. And then I put it <laughs> in the right thing. And the amazing thing is, too, that you know, English is not your first language. No, it's quite hard to translate. <laughs> I, I will do it better and share with you. It was good, email. but I think this is what it means. Sarvasya chaham hiti sunny vishto, the gods in everyone's heart. Oh, and from that's him, right. That's beautiful. And, and from him comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. Thank you. Yeah. So that's sometimes in devotion, when we're sincere, we're able to do beyond our own capability. That's, I feel that when my classes, when I'm connected and I'm giving my class, it's beyond my own ability. So that's the nature. Okay, well, I well, really look forward you. again that if you yeah. could, uh, uh, and let me know if there's anything you need, any help you need to thank do you, that. Thank you, I will do that. Thank you. Thank you Have so much. Haribo. Beautiful, really beautiful. Anybody else say hello? Okay, I'm going to just look at the list. I see all the wonderful people that perform of such a great audience today. Um, okay, see you again next Sunday or next Monday if you come on both times. Vanshakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhaye Bicha Patitanam Pam